reading yeah carson's very smart that's the one thing i've learned it's what people don't know about me is i'm (laughs) reading all the time okay uh do ants sleep this is a question for either of you we can yes hash it out open for debate yes two yes agreeing yes the answer is no (gasps) so neither of you get the points that don't exist in this Okay, do one more question, Karsten. All right, what is the smallest type of shark? Uh, Actually, it's kind of a dumb Uh, one. I have two guesses. Okay. I'm going to say, actually, no, I have one guess, and I don't even know if this is a real type of shark, but I'm going to say it because it implies that it would be small if it does exist. Yep. Pygmy. Okay. Okay, based any, on any that guesses? response, I don't think that's right. Uh, do we we have to give you a name? Yeah, that see, that's why is? this is kind of dumb. Is like yeah, you, it, a type of shark, but not a you name like a person. Not like not like you name the shark like yeah. Calvin or something. Because in my head, I'm like, Sean I want to give shark. you like a measurement. Right. Like, how big is the smallest mm. shark? This I do have the, the measurement. Ant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a it's measurement. The size of an here. ant, and it also does not sleep. Yeah. Uh. Any any guesses? I guess no. we're going with pygmy. Okay, it is the dwarf lantern shark. So okay, I was on the Close. right track though. Yeah, the, the fact it. that I was implying that the name just meant mm-hmm. it was small. It grows to only about eight inches in length and has an has an illuminated belly, which attracts prey in dark waters. Okay, so, so this is one of those deep water sharks yeah. that so no one knows about. Yeah. The deep water situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, we have a special guest today. Third time on the podcast, Letterbox Lucy. Good That's me. to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back on the best podcast in the world. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's. I don't know about that. I don't know why you guys just did that to yourself. Yeah. I was being serious. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I we, realized, we appreciate that. Um, yeah. I realize like it's been a while, and and I'm like, we try to get you on like as much as possible and i'm like it's been since yeah. like pre-vaccine like it was like COVID, bad pandemic like middle right? of covid july yeah. where when we had you on to talk about first cow and spy kids 3d spy kids <laughs> yeah. 3d which that um, that's how you know it was the pandemic it was, I was yeah like, we got to talk about spy kids and you said okay yeah we were in a dark place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah good to have you here i feel like so much has happened since the last time you were here um yeah you you yeah. had a run on youtube i your youtube oh. channel i i figured we could we could bring it up <laughs> you can bring it up yeah. yeah it was it was definitely a i don't want to say a phase because i do still like want to return to it kinda, i liked your but... videos i was waiting oh, for the you. next um i forget what the name of the series was called but you just pick something random from your watch random list movie monday yeah it was very taxing it was, well yeah schedule totally totally yeah i really like the youtube thing i was having so much fun with it i think the biggest problem came about that i was doing it at the like early last year mm-hmm. early 2021 and then um like mid 2021 i started to like get ready to move right um and so for about 
literally since then. I feel yeah. like I just got settled recently. I, I can actually say I'm settled now. I don't know why I brought up the YouTube channel over the fact that you <laughs> moved to LA, but <laughs> you moved. Because you're a YouTuber. Right. I, it's just always on the mind. Yep. Years he, it, yeah. Every episode he talks about it. He's like, I love YouTube. <laughs> I love being a YouTuber. I'm like, you heard they it's put my fav- new it's videos It's your favorite up personality today. trait. Yeah. And then he points to the plaque. He always does this, and yeah. the plaque's there. I'm like, you know how many YouTubes are uploaded a day? Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyways, you moved to LA. But actually, that's a good question, though. How I do YouTubes? wonder how many videos on YouTube are uploaded each day. Oh, oh, now I'm curious. How many YouTube Garson, can you Google this? videos are mm-hmm. uploaded every day? It's. I looked it up once. It's um, 500 hours... 500 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube every minute worldwide. That's 30,000 hours of video uploaded every hour and 720,000 hours of video every day. Wow. Uh, Wow. So anyways, let's... People be making videos. People are making videos these days. Those are all video essays? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, LA, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Yes, I live here now. I do live here now. Um, yeah, it took a while to get here. Uh, yeah. It was the plan for a very long time. And then now I'm here. Yeah, so. I imagine it's like a good time. I, I was there two years ago for like a school program and we were there during Oscar season. I imagine it's like something's in the air while you're there right now. It was I feel like you could tell it was Oscar season when I mm-hmm. lived there. I don't know if that's still the case, but yeah, it's it's kind of like that. I don't know. It feels like that kind of all the time for me because yeah. My friends and I try to frequent like the theaters a lot mm-hmm. because that's kind of the big pull for me. Yeah, <laughs> is being able to like not go to the beach or whatever, right? But just like go to art house theaters all the time, yeah, and stuff like that. What- um, so yeah, it definitely feels like that. They put out all these wild Q and A's all the time. They'll be like free Q and A, power the dog, yeah, uh, with the cinematographer. And then I'm like, oh, that's for me, even yeah. if I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite theater in LA? that any any that you'd want to plug or i really like the los filas three um because okay. i love the did you ever participate in the american cinematheque like, i did yeah 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 they have the they play stuff at the arrow but mm-hmm. they recently started playing stuff at the los filas three okay. um which is like daily they wow. play stuff there daily and i actually like it. it's a little cozier yeah than... i went to the also, arrow the name does sound like a band Los Feliz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Los Feliz three. I thought you were gonna yeah. say American Cinematheque. I'm like, that would be a cool. That does band too. Name, yeah. That's to be a better fair. band name, actually. Um, and apparently, I read that it's Jacob Ellerdy's favorite theater. Uh, okay, I was gonna tell you. Oh, I, you got so, so excited. So, <laughs> I'm outing myself here. I watched his like a day in the life video with Vogue or whatever last week, and. Yeah, he's like oh, yeah, frequent. Or I'm not gonna try and do an Australian accent. Um, <laughs> he's Australian. It's Australian or New Zealand. I can't. I don't remember. I think it's Australian. But um, yeah, he's from one of them, and he's uh, <laughs> he he does frequent that theater. And I'm like, okay. there was like a video of him like running across the street to see worst person in the world. Which, anyways, he's got good taste. Good guy. <laughs> I feel like him and I would be friends. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, okay okay but yeah 
I I also really like the new Bev. I should. I was say. gonna ask what you thought. Of the I don't want to leave out the new Bev. I lo- I'm starting to really love the new Bev. I really like the new Bev. I was like, is it really the talk of the town? And I went there, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. It, it's pretty. It's kind of the talk of the town. It is it's, the talk of the town. I do have a friend or two that they don't love the vibes because, especially if you're seeing something that's like you know, old act like '80s action movie mm-hmm. dude bro. It's the crowd can be varied, definitely. But like, I was just there for, but I'm a cheerleader in Deb's double feature, and it was wow, like, it was a good crowd. Their programming is like so on top of it. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a double feature there of The Beguiled and uh, Little Women, and it was wow. like such a great double feature. I'm like, this is, and it was a good crowd. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh. Trying to think. Oh, and I saw Buffalo sixty six. I don't know if you've seen that slash. I have not seen that. Okay, I, was... that's one that's on my list, <laughs> kind of. But I'm. That's scared. on everyone's list. Yeah. Um, but will we ever get to it, Jeff? Probably not. Well, Carson's the only one who's ever actually seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good. It's a great movie. Is what I'll say. Support for the Cars Cast Movie Cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package offers the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code KCAST. That's K-C-A-S-T at manscaped.com. Karsten. <laughs> yeah. Do, I- uh, <laughs> do you often trim your balls? You know, I thought you'd never ask, Jeff. Uh, in fact... In my experience with trimming balls, it's not easy. I used to take a scissors into the shower and go to town on it. And the thing about taking a scissors to the shower, not only is it not a great way to do it, but I left the scissors in the shower, and that led to some very weird questions from my family who lived in the house with me at the time. And the thing is, with Manscaped, uh, it's helped my confidence a lot. It's a whole set dedicated to ball trimming. And yeah. let me, I, you're not running and into any of this. It looks a lot more legitimate I'm, than scissors in the shower. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if someone def- walked into the, the shower and saw the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, they would be like, okay, this is clearly <laughs> someone's using this to trim their balls very effectively exactly. and not anything weird. They're like, where can I get one of those for my yeah. balls? Uh, the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived in Oh Man, Is It a Game Changer? Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to Hold Your Goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming and, dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer of all time? I mean, it's the greatest ball trimmer that I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> The their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The mower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400k LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. 
Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls, they're going to thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with code KCAST. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KCAST. That is K-C-A-S-T at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com with the code KCAST. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Uh, we're here to talk about after Yang, if you if you want to get into it, if we're ready to get into it. Um uh, I guess we are. Yeah, well, yes. I, I kind of called the shots, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, Carson <laughs> just took over. <laughs> this is a uh, a 2021 movie directed by Koganada, uh, starring Colin Farrell. And Jeff and I just talked about Batman yesterday. Second Batman movie, or not Batman movie, but Colin Farrell movie in a row. Uh, and the synopsis is, uh, when his young daughter's beloved companion, an android named Yang, malfunctions, Jake searches for a way to repair it. In the process, Jake discovers in the life that has discovers the life that has been passing in front of him as he reconnects with his wife and daughter. Um, yeah, I was surprised at how similar Colin Farrell's performances were in these two films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically the same thing. Um, but yeah, this is uh, honestly one of my most anticipated movies because it it got premiered at like Cannes a while ago, and then just no it got no talk it was like the studio forgot about it i forget like a24 picked it up pretty early on or they produced it from the get-go but Mm -hmm. um i remember everyone was kind of like what happened to this movie and then it was at sundance and now it's kind of just got dropped very suddenly i did not expect to see it this soon but um lucy i know you really like this movie and i kind of want to hear your your thoughts on it just initial takes (laughs) you know i'm currently i feel kind of like i'm like living on a battlefield (laughs) because (laughs) because i have i have a group of friends and usually you know it's fun to see like what you know who likes what and who doesn't like what yeah and i'm currently the lone wolf and i'm dealing with after yang yes i i love after yang by myself i'll expose them no it's fine um i really like this movie a lot and it's, I feel like I definitely see what other people are saying about it because it is, I have seen some lukewarm mm-hmm. stuff, but I think for me, it ends up being like, especially the third act, I'm like, oh, I feel emotions and then I'm gone. <laughs> I'm like, you, <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. So it, it, get, it got me. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I've kind of, I watched it with Cookie and uh, yeah, Friend of the Pod and uh, they they don't like this movie and i I, the more and i was like surprised by that because i was like i kind of i kind of liked it i really liked it and Mm -hmm. but when i went on letterbox you're right i was like wow people don't like this that much (laughs) and jeff you just watched it i did let's hear it it. what do you think (laughs) i liked it all right cool (laughs) i I mean i don't know it's just a very interesting film just Mm -hmm. the the subject matter is in the way it's approached is this really succinct 
you know, kind of small scale film about grief through like a really interesting lens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good way of putting it, Jeff. Um, thank Hell you. Yeah, Jeff. Thank you, Carson Runquist. <laughs> and um, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy and Jeff, have either of you seen, um, cause I feel like a lot of my hype came from this, uh, or came from the fact that it was directed by Koganada, who former video essayist turned filmmaker. Uh, just like Carson Runquist. That's nope. Mm-hmm. Um, he exact same. Did you in a pod? Either of you see Columbus, um, his last no. film. Jeff, uh, is that true? You haven't seen it. I've not seen it. Wow. <sighs> Gotta get on it, man. Gotta get That's on it. that one kind of stings, <laughs> man. A little bit. <laughs> and Jeff, I feel like you would really like it. I feel like I don't know something about it. It's it's about the the Columbus, the the city in Indiana, Columbus, which with the like funky architecture. Uh, or it takes place there, and I kind of—it's been Wait, a while. Is Columbus known for funky architecture. Yeah, it's got like it has a weird Apparently. history with its architecture being like designed by some world-renowned architect who wanted to like try and bring the city uh, into light or something. And so it's just this random town in Indiana with really good architecture. I don't know the full history. I'm no expert. But it, what I was trying to ask is... Um, <laughs> Wait, it's about Columbus, Indiana, not Columbus, Ohio. Not Columbus, Ohio. Okay, I was about um, to say, because Columbus, Ohio is known just, for a bunch of other things. It's known yeah, as being no, like it's one not of the just, worst cities. I, Sorry for anyone in Columbus, Ohio who's listening. Yeah. Um, but, Lucy, are you a fan of Columbus? I'd assume so if you were hurt by Jeff. I'm such a fan of you. Columbus that it, like... It's like one of those movies that it's like, oh, that's my movie. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I love Columbus, mm-hmm. like, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know what else to say, really. Yeah. Because it's, it's very, feeling. it's passion mm-hmm. is what it is. It's I what think. it is, yeah. So I you, think that's good. I feel like if you like Columbus, you're naturally going to like After Yang. It's got that same kind of quiet, but... Uh, mm-hmm. really loud message about it. It feels like it's so full of emotion. Like the man that made this has definitely cried a good amount in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I I I really like this movie as well. Just because I think I'm a sucker for sci-fi films that are not about the sci-fi and are more yeah. like this is just the world it takes place in. But here's the actual thing we're gonna tell. Mm-hmm. Now, and this is that. Movie. I have not read anything about this film uh uh-huh. nor had i heard of it before this week uh-huh. okay it's uh, just getting worse jeff <laughs> but <laughs> it, yes I, I that's true but is a lot of are a lot of people comparing this to her i would assume so i'm a little out of touch on the after yang discourse just because i'm not on twitter as much as i used to be but i mean lucy what is your take i mean <laughs> you know i hadn't actually thought about it myself or read about the her comparisons mm-hmm. until I was talking about it with my friend mm-hmm. and then he brought it up and I was like oh my that's true yeah I guess her exists because <laughs> you know <laughs> when it's been a while and you're like you have to remind yourself that it yeah really exists. yeah um yeah we were talking about her we were talking a little about how it's like the inverse of maybe ex machina a little I thought about ex machina a lot yeah Mm -hmm. i was like this is that kind of movie (laughs) yeah and the interesting thing is like yeah i i agree with you and that i think the reason it ended up getting me is because because i will say upon rewatch i did watch it twice Mm -hmm. um and 
upon rewatch, I'm not a huge fan of like the first act. Mm. I think it's kind of like you, you have to kind of stay with it and see, yeah, you know what it's going to become. But again, I think for me, it only gets better, and it's because yeah, it's not really about the sci-fi elements at all. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. it's a vessel for for grief, and I feel like it's one of the big themes that gets me is that it's just about like memory and how you can know someone and you don't really know them and all these things and and yeah the 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 people that i've spoken to about it they're just like yeah it just felt i just didn't feel any of that yeah well that's the (laughs) thing is like it kind of you get what you put into this movie i feel like um Mm -hmm. i personally love just how attentive it is about the world around us like you can't deny the tea scene is like just one of the best scenes. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Um, Cause I'm like, you could just tell this man cares about the things around him slash like about Yang and yeah. just, just watch it. I, I think it nails the way we place value on certain objects and, and people in our life. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I usually connect to a lot. Um, and yeah, I, I can totally understand, you know, if that's just not something you care about or if you don't care about this guy, um, then yeah, I, I I can imagine there's it's hard to connect to this movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really like it. I also think it's it's undeniably so atmosphere heavy. Uh, and I personally am obsessed with whatever this this world is. <laughs> it's so yeah. inviting um like the video call or, or regular i don't I, know what were those video calls those shots yeah yeah i liked that personally yeah. i was like a good aspect ratio change in a movie rare mm-hmm. to see because <laughs> i feel like yeah. usually it's kind of cheesy and also just how misty all those shots were mm-hmm. <laughs> like i didn't understand why being in a video call like adds fog to the room but i liked it it does yeah yeah I it's lo- for privacy exactly yeah exactly <laughs> I looked it up, and the director of photography is the same guy who did Mandy, which I don't oh. know if you saw Mandy, Lucy, or... Yeah. <laughs> I saw okay. Mandy. Okay, I guess I won't ask about that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But I... <laughs> that's also, like, that movie's entirely atmosphere, and once again, if you're not sold on that, then I can imagine you wouldn't like the movie very much, because that's all it is. Um... But I can tell. I'm like this. Whoever this DP is also did pieces of a woman, which I got 30 minutes into, and then turned that one off. Exact same. It was like mm-hmm. almost Oscar time, and I was like, I I didn't even finish the the first it's, scene. Bro, the the first yeah, the first <laughs> 20 minutes of pieces of a woman is some of the most brutal shit I've ever watched. And also, it was like. This was like right as the Shia LaBeouf allegations came out, and I was like, "Man, I just don't know if I could yeah. do it. I it's a right. little too much right now." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway, same DP as that, and he's just like, I love how how much texture is in like all of these films. Like the whenever he's riding in that car in this movie, and there's like that mm. weird like film or something over the the glass. It's just. I love there's it. like I plants love in the back mm-hmm. of the car and nobody's driving. Nobody's driving. They're always driving. in a tunnel. <laughs> but there's plants and I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. This is Elon Musk's future, this movie. No. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> the, the US, I think, did just like in the last couple of days 
like pass a law where you, like the autonomous cars don't need to have a person like holding the steering wheel anymore. Wow. That's uh That's really scary, that's Jeff. That's kind of scary, yeah. See, this yeah. is why we have Jeff here on the podcast. <laughs> just yeah. I just allude to things scary that facts. no one who listens to the podcast cares about at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just interrupt talking about the films and I'm just like, "You know what? You know what happened in sports today?" Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does not know what After Yang is, but does yeah. Honestly, know... the like Mandy and the other film you just said, I've never heard of those. No, we should talk about Mandy on the podcast and have Lucy Lucy back to not me to lay into. Yeah, yeah based <laughs> on me. Lucy's reaction, Mandy sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's Nick Cage. Um, anyways, I uh, what else? I thought the performances were pretty good in this movie. I mean, let's uh. let's talk about Mika who is one of the worst child actors I think I've ever <laughs> seen. Can I just like actually verbatim like read a part of Cookie's review just because it's yep. so good. Yes, it's, yeah. Like I know we're all fans of Cookie, obviously. <laughs> like huge fans, but I have to Big just Big Cookie quickly, fans on this podcast. I would say so. Huge yeah. Cookie fans. <laughs> but just like, oh, I have to find it. I have to find it. Um, where is it? It was, okay. it had okay. to do with Mika, yeah. Yes, so Cookie said, um, how evil would you all think I am if I said I found the child actress annoying? I'm telling myself maybe that's the point that a kid raised by AI would just turn out like that. Corny deception of family, and then, sweetheart, if you ever read this, I hope you have a very successful career, whether it's acting you decide to pursue or something else. Yeah. yeah, just tore yeah. this little wow. girl apart. It, she does not bring it home in this movie, though. I feel like we can all sort. That's no. Once think... you notice it, it's like, oh my god, she doesn't. She doesn't kill any of these lines. She, every line is like kind of a struggle to get through. And honestly, I don't know if it's her or the script. Uh, it might maybe a little bit of a, is the script, but um. I didn't. I didn't like her that much. I maybe I'm over. I thought she was good. Okay. I thought she was good. Okay. I feel like um, one of the the biggest complaints I'm seeing, especially about like her, or especially I think Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not connecting with his character. Not that he's giving a bad performance, but they're not connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like it's just because it's a different kind of script from Columbus which is one of my biggest thoughts about the movie is just like I think so many people expected Columbus that they were like whoa this is not Columbus mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then it just ruined the vibes yeah. vibes were, were trashed mm-hmm. and and a lot of that is because Columbus is super like introspective it's like a deep dive and you sit with these mostly two characters for the whole film you get to know them really well and here it's for me, I enjoy it because it's um, it's kind of, it pulls back. Yeah. So it's really just like, it's a movie about memory and grief, and it kind of, it's glimpses of that mm-hmm. in, in like, response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I thought Colin Farrell did a really great job because they don't have him say a lot, and the, th- mm-hmm. the stuff he does say isn't that significant, but you can just, you kind of, like, watch him through just his face throughout the yeah. movie kind of respond and and go about things in, in yeah. I don't know, a cool way. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. For me, 
I kind of agree with you, Karsten, where Colin Farrell in this film felt more like a vessel for you just to connect the scenes together mm-hmm. and like let you get to these moments rather than really having to connect to Colin Farrell in this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will say, I, I think something I did think about during it was that, man, Colin Farrell is just typecasted as like dude who is in a weird society because <laughs> like, there's this there's the lobster killing imaginary the with dr parnassus right 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 <laughs> the batman i mean <laughs> but like he i feel like his character in this is not too far from like i guess the lobster killing the sacred deer because it's just like kind of a dry guy that's mm-hmm. um stressed out but very quietly stressed out. And there I love that. I'm like I love all three of these movies. So mm-hmm. obviously, I'm like I'm here for this. But I'm down. Yeah, I'm always down to see Colin Farrell get confused. Um, in Bruges. Yeah. In, in Bruges. Bruges. Yeah, see, oh my I god. Just, I was thinking That's I just a movie. listed all the Colin Farrell films. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched In Bruges. <laughs> um does not did not hold up as well as I wanted it to, but <laughs> it's my nightmare honestly. You wait. You hate In Bruges? No, I really like In Bruges. Okay. I'm scared to rewatch it. Yeah, I haven't seen something's... it in like a decade. What? Yeah, same. So I had like the worst experience of like when you when you're in charge of picking movie night with your friends, and I'm like, "Have you guys seen In Bruges?" And they're like, "No." And I was like, no. "Oh, you gotta see In Bruges. It's so funny." And we watch it, and there it is not as funny as I remember. It's like pretty sad most of the movie, <laughs> and it's like there's the I'm not gonna spoil it, but anyways, um, that's actually. The worst is not only did you not like the film as much, you completely misrepresented it. I and, I and sold it, it as a comedy in the worst yep. way, and yep. it's not that funny of a movie. And most of the the humor is like Colin Farrell being like an edgy boy saying just the worst thing possible. Yep. And I'm like, oh god, I really that would be did not read the room like, right. <laughs> that'd be like if you pitched Tenet as a film where you could understand all of the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. You're like, the dialogue is so clear so... in this film. You guys got to listen to this. <laughs> no subtitles allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, subtitles have to be in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Yang, though, um, I I like... the My one big complaint about this is I feel like we didn't get to see... And I'm curious, like, what you think lucy i i it's kind of jumps right into what happens after yang like you don't really get to see them pre before yang (laughs) and now i know that's the movie but i was like i would love to see like how they function and i know like a lot of it is told through memories but um i don't know i i was so fascinated with them as a family with like that opening dance number which we somehow haven't talked about yet (laughs) Um, my goodness but I was like this is so silly and like I love watching them interact as a family uh, that it's like it kind of sucks that we just jump right into the post Yang mm-hmm. era um, yeah cause for anyone who hasn't really seen it like it is a little bit of a bummer mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. feel good necessarily yeah. no. like, cause Yang like, seems awesome Yang. <laughs> <laughs> he does seem cool yeah uh, I liked Yang. But, but you do feel quite bad oh, when yeah. you're thinking about Yang the mm-hmm. whole yeah. movie. Yeah. They succeeded in that way. I think it's because it's way. after Yang. Mm. Yeah, which that's, that's probably that, that's, why. That's probably that's why. That's probably is why. Um, but all that aside, I mean, like, I 
I still really liked it. I think it's a really, like you said, if you're looking at it as a movie about grief, then it's like, I, I love that part of it. I mm-hmm. do want to reference friend of the pod, Jacob's review. Again, he has never been on the podcast. Not a friend of the pod. I do not know this person. Fully an acquaintance. Um, <laughs> but he kind of says that like the film casts a pretty huge, wide net and tries to tackle a lot of different ideas and i kind of agree with that like i there's a lot of this movie that i don't get and Mm -hmm. in my opinion that's okay like i kind of am seeing it through this one lens on grief which i think is what the movie's mostly about um i don't know i thought it succeeded in that regard yeah i mean what did you pick up on a second viewing like I don't know. I was a little scared, especially, you know, when you get feedback from outside sources or you read on Letterboxd and, you know, you're like, how is this going to hold up? Yeah. And you psych yourself out. But I did want to rewatch it because for some reason I saw it through, you know, virtual Sundance in January. And it was one of those periods of time where I was just like, oh, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. (laughs) And that was like two months ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember anything that happened in the movie. So I rewatched it and... I, I think I liked it, like, the same. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it solidified how much I felt. Again, for me, it's it's more of a feel than yeah. a, like, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, Because, like, yeah. if, when I speak about Columbus, it's, it's, you know, I could talk about the technicals, the performances. You know, there's so much there. It's very rich. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it's more of a, like, I kind of have to just shrug and be like, yeah. I felt things and yeah. sometimes that's that's, that's all enough. you have but it's like I can still talk about it like I think that like the subtle portrayal of memories as an individual and like the part of them that we see and the part that includes us mm. like for other people like they were seeing themselves in his memory um, and then the part of them that we don't see and then the past and and just like mm-hmm. It's just it 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 hit on a very like I don't want to like go wild here, but like Schenectady level for me of just like not yeah. quite so high. That bar's very high for <laughs> us both. I feel, but <laughs> but like it it hit a similar level that I wasn't expecting. So by the ending, I'm just very like woof. Mm-hmm. And then they play a Mitski song, which yeah. I don't think it's a spoiler because it's like they it's mostly it what. Hard. They pitch it pretty hard, yeah. but it, it really hits for me. Definitely. Yeah. I I was thinking that same thing while watching it. I'm like, why is this kind of synecdoche New York? <laughs> like, why there is we it go. Sort of. And I was like, that makes this... I'm very impressed by it, just in that this is a very... A relatively short watch. It's only like an hour and a half, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more. And I'm like, it feels like it covers a lot. And like... I know some people that's a fault is that it feels like it doesn't cover each thing enough. But I was mm-hmm. like, for what this is, I feel like you fully get the world that they're living in. It's it's tackling some like really ambitious like what happens after death, after Yang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like Some would say. Some would say Some would say it, it barely covers what happened before Yang. <laughs> <laughs> They dance and then they that's dance. All that's, you get. All you yep. get. Um, that's all you get. That's all you get. Yeah, I, I just I, I like that about it. I'm like, it's a crazy, ambitious movie that's like just so, like pleased with what it is. Like it doesn't try to ground it at all. Right. Um, it's so chill, and I mm-hmm. think that's, 
that's my thing is I'm hearing a lot of, well, I wish it was more this Mm -hmm. or I wish it had more of that or I wish it had focused more on this specific part of Mm -hmm. this character. And I totally understand that because, again, like, I think my perspective is that if I hadn't have got, if I hadn't, like, felt so much near the end, Mm -hmm. like, by the time the memories really start, like, piecing together Mm -hmm. and everything... Um, and everyone just kind of is like riding their own wave of grief. If I wasn't feeling it, Mm -hmm. I think I would have felt the exact same way. I would have been like looking for why it didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like because I felt that I was like very content and like chill with what it, with what it is. I don't really think it needed to be more sci-fi. Um, there were some elements that I was like more curious about. I was like, I want to see a little more of that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like he wanted it to be so chill. Yeah. He only do so much. Right. Yeah. No one's asking yeah, for an action scene in this movie. I oh, no, I was. <laughs> I wanted because, I mean, I just wanted to see, like, a flashback with Yang doing some kind of crazy, like, robot move. Yeah, he yeah. He has a sword suddenly. Yeah. Right. Need no, a car but, chase <laughs> in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Car chase. That, just like Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, no, it's a very, it's like a sad film, but it makes you analyze why you're like it's sad mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's yeah. not uh since it's not a human that's dying it makes you think about the nature of relationships because yeah. you know obviously there's a certain level where if like a human dies you're like oh that's sad because they're a human mm-hmm. where this it's not that but like it's still someone who affected people in the same way and that's just through yeah. relationships so it's a whole there's a lot of layers but mm-hmm. i don't know it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a very interesting film well that's what i like about it is because it's such a cool and interesting concept to just pitch as a movie and it yeah. doesn't try to do too much with it like i yeah. kind of like you said i'm like i like how it it doesn't necessarily answer or cover everything completely because it does leave a lot up for you to just kind of run with after seeing it after mm-hmm. yang um some might say anyways uh sorry that's <laughs> i wouldn't say that yeah no you guys wouldn't say that um <laughs> would you say would you call this a 2022 movie lucy slash like is this your top movie of the year so far it is i would say 2022 yeah i think it's it technically came out this year so i'm calling it 2022 and then actually no it's my number two right now wait i think i have an idea you know what my i think you know i am a big big is it well pleasure it's pleasure i knew it i knew it (laughs) (laughs) and when i say that i'm one of yeah like a couple hundred people in the world who have seen the movie pleasure uh-huh. so far and i have seen it three times my god i'm just trying I, to see it once i'm so <laughs> just... sorry i feel very bad about it actually the... um once was sundance last year so it was a full year ago mm-hmm. and then it did play at afi here in la um it was just like it's u.s premiere i think yeah and so a bunch of the you know director and stuff were there and so i was like i gotta go i gotta go and then yeah i did get I guess kind of a screener situation recently, so wow. I'm very sorry to those who ha- who have not seen <laughs> Pleasure, but I love Pleasure. That's so. so. I, they just put the trailer out, which is like something for mm-hmm. me to see, and I'm like, that movie looks 
pretty interesting. <laughs> it's it's a very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. You might have to have me back to talk about it because surprisingly, we I will. can talk about it for a very long time. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite alarming, actually. It's kind of, I feel like, how you felt when you were like, oh, no, I really love Climax or something. <laughs> yeah, which we still haven't talked about on the... We should have you back on to talk about that because Jeff's never seen it, and I kind of want to do an episode where Jeff has to watch. Jeff hated T10, which I yeah. feel like is in the same camp of, like, just uncomfortable... I, yeah, I we can agree. I don't love Titan. Oh yeah. my god. I'm so I didn't like sorry. the experience of watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could be watching anything else right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're watching Yeah. Um Yeah. I'm really excited for pleasure. Pretty You want to do a pleasure and climax double feature? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you um did you see sorry, we're just talking about different movies at this point. Did you see Red Rocket? Lucy, I'm assuming you've seen. Yes, I've seen Red Rocket. Did you like Red Rocket? I don't like Red Rocket. <laughs> wow. I really don't like Red Rocket. Wait, I remember it now. To yeah, the, you. I to saw... the point that I saw Red Rocket with um, friend of the pod, Jacob, <laughs> and then we went to an IHOP in the dead of night and then called Cookie, mm-hmm. friend of the pod, Cookie, um, and had to talk about Red Rocket because we did not get red rocket well, cookie loved red rocket that's what on the way to red rocket cookie and i were talking about it we were like so lucy and jacob hated this movie <laughs> we both love sean baker though and it seemed really funny based on the trailer and uh cookie me and miles were laughing basically the whole movie it was like oh goodness it was such a funny movie but also like I loved it. I loved Red Rocket. Um, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was fully expecting, um, it's in, It's just, sorry, we won't get too into Red Rocket because it's a fully a different movie. And Jeff, I don't think you've, <laughs> I've not, you've seen, not Red seen Red Rocket. I, it's just an interesting movie to talk about because um, mm-hmm. Cookie hates Uncut Gems more than like any movie I know. Uh, oh. And I was like, I, I kind of see Uncut Gems and Red Rocket in the same lens because it's like kind of the same type of guy uh Mm -hmm. but it's just interesting because cookie loves red rocket hates uncut gems i'm the reverse of that by the Mm. way i love uncut gems (laughs) i love both of them so that's where i'm at that sounds like your problem it's yeah carson you got to get sean baker on the we gotta get him on red rock yeah 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 lucy Karsten, in person, did ask Sean Baker to be on our podcast. Yeah. But At Sean a Florida Baker Project Q&A, I came up to him, and I was like, hey, we have this podcast, by the way. We'd love to have you on. And he's like, I'm prepping for this other movie, but um, maybe when t- my schedule frees up, yeah. And uh, that's that was code for, wow. I'm never going to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's fine. Um, anyways, we won't get too into I just thought about Red Rocket because I'm like, that's also kind of this new movie about the sort of about the adult film industry but mm-hmm. a little bit detached from it and i heard pleasure is like fully like about the adult film industry but i could be wrong i haven't seen it but it is yeah. definitely i have seen it a lot yeah <laughs> that was one of my friend's critiques is like i thought it was a good movie but i don't know why you would want to rewatch it i was <laughs> like i think it's very fascinating i'm mm-hmm. deeply fascinated by it yeah so I, I hope people understand that vibe when it actually yeah. comes out. It's like an interesting subject that I feel like mm-hmm. is so hard to do right on like a film 
level you know yeah and this is the the last thing i'll say because again we're not supposed to be talking about this but (laughs) i i do think that like i i can't remember the last time i like totally trusted like a director's specific kind of vision Mm -hmm. um to like such a like it's like very visceral and very like in your face and i Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people felt that way about like Titan and a couple other movies that have come out recently, especially like directed by women. Um, but that that's definitely how I feel about this. It's okay. just like every time I hear the director speak, I'm like, I tr- I like it even more. Like yeah. I trust it even more. So mm. hopefully the vibes are there for other people. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to love it just based on what I've heard. It seems like a great movie. Um, yeah. So ratings for after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Karsten Runquist. I gave it a four for now, but I I see it kind of going up on a rewatch. I feel like I it's one that I definitely am not done with. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like I'll I'll yeah. keep thinking about this and I'll probably yeah. rewatch it at some point and love it even more. It's just you're right. It's like a lot to take in the first watch, especially yep. especially if you're going in with Columbus expectations. It mm-hmm. which I was not. Yeah, as someone <laughs> who hasn't I had seen Columbus. Seen yeah. Good for you, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm definitely gonna rewatch this when my robot dies. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll help a lot. He's been hanging on to that joke for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I also gave it a four. Um, yeah. Lucy, how about you? I do have it resting at a four and a half with yeah. a little heart right now. Um, I couldn't bear to bring it down again. I see like the airs with it and then it's just like you know that dw from arthur meme where she's like this sign can't stop me because i can't read mm-hmm. um it's kind of like that like mm-hmm. i don't know if it's like that actually but mm-hmm. that's what i thought to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um cool well that is uh after yang um it's and Red Rocket and Red Rocket and Pleasure and, Pleasure. and Uncut Gems and some other movies and Sean and Baker Columbus and yeah it's uh, available on Hulu Showtime Showtime it's it's, 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 it's Showtime. Showtime so it's like other platforms you can get Showtime through but it's yeah. it's just on Showtime good to know yes today's episode is also brought to you by Bird Dogs and let me just tell you there is there is too much good stuff to say about these pants. I mean, and shorts and shorts and joggers and joggers this, see bird dogs for those of you who don't know are uh, a company that makes shorts pants joggers they have built-in underwear uh very lightweight shorts uh incredibly high quality materials and they are the most comfortable shorts that i own yeah jeff and i got sent uh, a, a few pairs of these pants shorts and joggers and i can safely say not one of them misses the mark like i tried them all on and i've been wearing them non-stop since i got them uh i i even traveled in the let that's why i'm so tan if for any video watchers at home and i flew in these i was at the beach in these they are seriously the most comfortable pants for any situation uh, i just traveled as well and i also <laughs> brought them with me yeah yeah they are so ridiculously comfortable and what's cool is like they're cool for lounging like you can you can just sit at home watch movies in these you can go to the beach with them i swam in them uh i mean i mean they worked for swimming 
uh, I sat on the flight in them, and they're nice enough to where it's like you can attend a nice job interview in these. They kind of just do everything they need to do. They're the ideal pair of pants. Uh, yeah. I, and the thing is, they we mentioned, they have built-in underwear, which is right. a crazy feature. <laughs> Great concept. The thing about that, though, is that the built-in underwear is more comfortable than all of my purpose-built underwear. Truly. Yeah. It, it Honestly, it has so much breathing room. It feels really good on those areas. Uh, it just... It gets the job done, and it's perfect for the fact that we're, you know, we're coming up on spring, summer. It's going to get hot, and if you want some nice airy shorts and pants, got to check out Bird Dogs. Yeah, and it reduces the amount of individual items that you're putting in the washing machine. Totally, that is that's true. The, I didn't think of built that. in. Yeah, Jeff, is there anything cool that comes with our uh, code with Bird Dogs today? Yeah, let's be very clear. We have a code. <laughs> And we would love if you use our code. Yeah, we uh, would. Our code is KCAST. That is K-C-A-S-T. And what you get with your order is a whistling football. Yes. Like which Nerf is ones. one of the greatest po- like perks, like free items yeah. that you can add to your order that I've ever heard of. I Yeah. It, I used to have a whistling football when I was young, and it was like you know, a foam one and you throw it. And if you are not terrible at football and you could throw a spiral, it just like whistles and goes really far. Great to play with at the beach at a park. I was going to say wearing bird dogs, which are a great athletic short to complement playing football. Most times I'm at the park or at the beach. I'm like, I need a whistling football right now. And I also need shorts that have built in underwear. That's my thought. Can you whistle like, like the football? No, I can't. I can't. (laughs) I don't make me do that. Uh, (laughs) But go over to birddogs.com and use the code KCAST, that's K-C-A-S-T, and get yourself a free whistling football and a pretty comfortable pair of shorts. Yeah, so pretty much, you do that, you're supporting the podcast, you're getting both of our, I think we are in agreement, that these are our favorite shorts. They're amazing. I'm we wearing the pants wearing them. right now. We, are, I, we just talked about that yeah. right before we were, we're, I'm wearing the shorts right now. Yeah. I'm wearing the Brad Shits. that is... <laughs> Yes, the very yeah. colorful names you'll see on birddogs.com. A lot of different styles. Love the shorts. Birddogs.com. Well, that is after Yang. We have a few questions, Lucy, as Ooh. per usual. So a little and they Q&A. have nothing to do with the size of sharks or yeah. ants sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> These come from the, uh, the Patreon. I, I, I dished out. I was like, we're going to have Letterboxd Lucy on if anyone has... Any questions now i asked this about a half an hour ago so we don't have that much but we do have one from riley oss and it's a uh, most popular movie on letterbox you haven't seen which i okay let me i look. think that's a really fun question um, i feel like i know because i lo- you know when you look all the time for mm-hmm. movies yep. to watch yeah. Let's see. Here. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to like. Is it is it just most popular? Is that what we should? Be I wish there at? was an easy way to yeah, see this. So yeah, so it's the most popular. Yeah. All right. So yeah, and I then already... I'm gonna filter watched, not watched, and my. You know, I didn't realize this. Silence of the Lambs, technically, but I have seen like the TV version. Yeah. But so I took the rating off. You know, okay. the, the logged off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've kind of seen it, but next is The Godfather. Okay. Both, I mean, hey, 
The Godfather, like, is not as just easy to bust out as people make it seem. Yeah. It's like, you, know, you gotta carve out some time to watch The Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, worth noting probably is all the Star Wars are, like, next. Because mm, <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. a single one, which is... Not even, like, the first one. Yeah. Not a single one, which is a Lucy hot take that, like, people aren't... Wow. Don't, they thankfully leave one. me alone about, but I've never seen any of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Karsten, how about you what is the most popular film not seen by number one most followed letterboxd user yeah, carson runquist it's uh <laughs> the new spider-man movie i haven't seen it yet and i know exactly oh. what happens in it like everyone knows what happens i'm just like i it, it dropped as like the new variant was just going crazy and i was like right. i don't want to go to a theater full of marvel fans and watch this so i uh yeah, I haven't seen it yet, and I, I'll probably make time for it. I just I've heard it's okay, but I kind of like the new Spider-Man movie, so I'm like, I think I would have a good time. But it's it's a very it's a mix for me because yeah. it's like okay, it's cute, like it's mm-hmm. whatever, it's Spider-Man, yep. but like it's super gimmicky <laughs> to yeah. the point that I'm like, oh, you people are you're cracking me up. Yeah, this is just a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, and um. When I go to the next page, it's like all Marvel movies. Like I haven't seen yeah. Doctor Strange or the Captain America movies or Captain Marvel or Black Widow. I haven't watched. And we it- could watch Spider-Man together and I could bring Silly String. Whenever he shoots a web, I'll spray you with yeah. Silly String. It'll be like a 4D experience. Okay. Yeah. Anytime we say the word Spider-Man, we'll shoot out some Silly String. I also haven't why seen... Would you, why would you do it whenever you say Spider-Man? I don't know. It's like a... I haven't seen the perks of being a wa- uh, wallflower, either. Um, I don't like that movie, so yeah, I've heard mixed things. I'm like, I'm not rushing to. Oh, but the big one that I haven't seen is uh, Dead Poet Society. I've never seen that one. That's Ooh. a good movie, and I've heard it's great, and uh, never seen it. Never seen it. I just watched it in like the last year. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah. uh it's, it's very a, sad. It's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Let's uh, so mine is the the number four most popular <laughs> film. I've never seen Pulp Fiction. Whoa. Interesting, interesting. Wow. That would be wow. a fun first watch though, and talk about it on the podcast. I mm. haven't seen it since high school, so I it's pretty much I'd be watching it for the first time again because I don't <laughs> remember a, a. I mean, I remember it, but yeah. Anyways, um. Cool. This next one comes from Sam Farr, and it's, uh, what's the most out-of-pocket comment you've ever received on Letterboxd? <laughs> that's that's asking There's a lot, so I think, for both many. me and Lucy. There's <laughs> okay. so many. Wait, what? Out-of-pocket? Like, just, I don't know how to define out-of-pocket. Just, like, not, shouldn't have been commented. Like, you, sh- you should have kept this in your head, kind of. Oh yeah, crazy out of pocket just is like 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 um like you're just like out of no, like nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, gotcha, That's what it means. gotcha. Um, I mean, I turned off comments a long time ago, so I I haven't. Right. And let me just say, Lucy is mm-hmm. join join that side. It's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice when it's just your buddies and. I'm like, yeah, I wanted to see what you had to say. Uh, yeah. Because it's so... I I was planning on going back. I do not plan on going back anytime soon, though. It's... Yeah. It's kind of I'm, really enjoyable. 
I really love your journey <laughs> there. Because, no, I'm serious. Because I actually, like, you... I heard you talk about it, not to like name drop, but I heard you talk about it on the Letterbox show. Because um, I, I listen to that pod. I think it's a good pod. And I, I it is a good pod, listen yeah. to your ep. And <laughs> you, when you were talking about it and you're like, I've just had such a better time, you know, since you yeah. came off. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, that's really a move. That's yeah. really a move. I think I inherently love the drama, even if it's... I'm not a part of it. Because I don't use Letterbox to interact with people. I just mm-hmm. like see what my friends are doing and then I log them and I'm gone. Exactly. And that's the thing is um like I don't it would be different if I turned off all my YouTube comments or like Twitter. But I'm like Letterbox I just use for logging movies and mm-hmm. seeing what my friends watched. And it's just it gets exhausting when it's like just some kids who have sixteen in their bio just attacking you and leaving the most horrendous shit you've ever <laughs> seen in your comment section. Um Yeah. So I, I yeah. just it's it's not the place where I'm like, I don't really care if I'm turning off comments because it's just it made right. it such an unenjoyable experience that it's like right. if there's something I can do about it, I think I'm gonna do it because I enjoy this app, and comments sometimes make it unenjoyable, and that's my yeah. logic. <laughs> I feel like you have a more direct approach where you're like, I'm just turning the comments off and I'm right. done. Yeah, and I go for the approach where it's like I'm just gonna close my eyes. So when I See, post like that- <laughs> when I posted my Spider Man. Uh-huh. I was like, I want nothing Just to do with this. I immediately hit that that bell, the un, <laughs> oh, yeah. like the notification <laughs> bell. I turn them off. Yeah. If it's not yeah. like some indie movie or whatever right. that nobody's watching right now, I turn the bell off. Right. And I'm like, I want nothing to yeah, do with it. Absolutely. I don't ever get notifications from Letterboxd. Well, yeah. I would hope so, Jeff, because you have a comment section that's like... Yeah, <laughs> I do have the review with the most comments in all of Letterboxd. <laughs> That is that yeah, th- what? you explain it. It's your review. Yeah, it's my licorice. <laughs> is it my licorice pizza? Review? Yeah, it's for licorice pizza. Is this, is this true? Wait, yeah, yeah it's this true. Is true. I confirmed it with Letterboxd. <laughs> Whoa, how many is it? It's like let me. It's see. a lot. It's because people basically turned it into a group chat, and they yeah, just ended up being oh. they it ended go up there being like just <laughs> yeah, talk. and then now there's a Discord that I joined. Where yeah, it's like a 15 person Discord. They started it off the comment section. Yeah. Um, There's Jeff. There's Jeff. Watch this with Carson Runquist. <laughs> Over two thousand comments. <laughs> that's what's funny. It's because that's the review, and then it's like two thousand comments. It only has like three hundred likes, by yeah. the way. Which I'm not saying those are low numbers, but to get that many comments. Yes. Yes. Oh, these are just people talking to each other. That's yeah. so interesting. It's so funny. I love Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, 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 <laughs> Jeff. I do have yeah. a couple screenshots, though. By the way, that I have saved over the years, just mm. a few. That's oh, smart. okay. Let's let's hear them. This one um, was quite a while ago. It says, "Wow, can't believe Lucy just whipped and nayed all over this film. <laughs> this is so cool. Let me hit that fucking like button, guys." She said, "No, this movie and white men are now fucking dead. Let me smack that like bu- like button." Wow. And then this is a classic. I'm not gonna read it all. I'm gonna wow. show you. 
That is a long. For anyone listening to this, that's it's, it's like a, it's a book, yeah. gigantic paragraph. It was left on my Once Upon a Time or one of my Once Upon a Times, which mm-hmm. I don't like that movie, so I got a lot of heat. Yeah. Um, but it does begin with. I will just give you a taste. It says, "At Lucy, are you fucking crazy? Do you have eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it just he keeps going. <laughs> that's a hilarious way to start it. Do you Are have you eyes? Crazy. Do you have eyes? <laughs> yes or no? Yes or no? That's so That's funny. Wow. We have fun. Letterboxd yeah, is yeah. fun. It's at the I end find of myself, Lot of fun. I find myself less bothered by it the more time goes on. I'm mm-hmm. very just like in my own world now. It's very numbing after. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave you a nice comment like a couple minutes ago, Karsten. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Where? On what? On your... Uh, after Yang? Whatever the... Yeah, after Yang. That's yeah, Karsten, you, you are the best. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. A lot of the comments are really funny. Um, anyways, glad we, <laughs> glad we talked about Letterboxd at least once on this episode. Unfortunately. Uh, we had to. We can't just yep. not address yeah. the update um, it is my my first name yeah letter yep. lucy mm-hmm. uh i think that's, that's which when did you start going by that you know i never <laughs> gave it to myself other people gave it to me it mm-hmm. became like i think eight, 18 19 yeah. that like suddenly people were addressing me as <laughs> letterbox lucy yeah. they were like the letterbox lucy and i was like me it and then eventually the i kind of like I said, I'll take that. And some, so sometimes I'm like, I'll, I'll claim this. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice alliteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Letterbox Jeff doesn't sound very no. good. Letterbox Karsten. Come on. Doesn't, yeah. yeah. Letterbox not... Lucy is the only one you can do it yep. with. Uh, okay. It... I'll, take, I'll, ta- yeah. I'll take a compliment when I. You, you could probably also do like Lenny. <laughs> Lenny, yeah. I don't know why. It, why the letterbox of like an eighty-five-year-old Jew? <laughs> um, uh, who? Uh, actually, like I only watch Mel Brooks films. <laughs> I have a question. Um, this is kind of a random question. Who's your like? Do you have any accounts on Letterbox where you're like, that's my favorite? Like, who's your favorite account? On Letterbox, my favorite account. Yeah, anyone that like you want to toss and a wreck. Remember to. that if you don't say Karsten Ronquist, I was just gonna say. You're not coming I back. Just said Kick you Karsten. off. It's not. No, 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 no. Um, I do have a couple people. One sec. I, I, I do again. Like this is genuinely just. I'm being so truthful. Cookies Letterbox. Cookies is very is yeah very interesting. Completely and so unbiased. Funny. It's. A very no, good letter. Not biased at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not biased at all. Just some of the best takes I've ever seen. Like the five stars to Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist the other day truly made me gasp. I, and I mean that in a good way. I love watching cookies. Or <laughs> I love watching movies with Cookie uh, because you just really never know what is going to happen at the end of the movie. I. It's... <laughs> We were watching Worst Person in the World, and they were laughing pretty much the entire movie, uh, and then came out hating it. And uh, they, they're like, "That was like an awful movie." <laughs> That's the thing is that they have, I feel like, much stronger uh, negative or positive opinions than than either of us, Carson. Where mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll be like, "It was okay," mm-hmm. and yeah. Cookie seems to much more frequently be like, 
amazing, yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Which is always so fun to talk about. It <laughs> makes for some very <laughs> interesting discussions. Um, the after movie conversations with Cookie. They're to be like their no own other. podcast. Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna mispronounce her name right now, but Dylan Jalula's letterbox is mm-hmm. so good it's so good she, it's the five stars for like every yeah, movie so funny <laughs> every movie and they're just like funny reviews i she she has great reviews um i like the drill reviews i'll say it i i think they're funny um i don't really i haven't really seen those it's i don't think it's drill himself but someone like uses drill tweets to review movies um. so they'll say like logged in 2013 for like a 2020 movie but it'll just be like a drill tweet and they're they're pretty good mm-hmm. um who else my buddy jeff I'm looking on the is good oh jeff yes yeah, jeff's got great oh yeah and reviews. again letterbox lucy and karsten yeah s s tier letterbox accounts at the i mean the thing is you know the people have spoken <laughs> and you're both in the top five or whatever for yeah. people top two i looks like yeah i kind of two wait are you number one and two it looks like we're number one of wow two wait. popularity all time wow as of right now i so think i'm in the top it's like, thousand probably yeah. honestly yeah demi's probably got the best account because it's say, like yeah race, also like very very nice person very nice guy so like, i hear shows love to everybody it's great i um, so almost just met him and mia the infamous brat at mm-hmm. a mitski show and there oh, yeah, were too I saw many they people were, they were there yeah yes i was there as well yeah the letterbox community stays tight everybody <laughs> <laughs> everybody kind of is friends with each other we all yeah. you know even people who comment on my yeah reviews. <laughs> they stay mm-hmm. tight yeah the jeff community is tighter um anyways let's let's just move move away from this um uh let's head into our wrap-up i guess we'll, we'll cover this really quickly yeah. uh th- there's no next movie after this one jeff and i are just gonna pick our oscar winners i mean there will be a next mm-hmm. movie at some point that you made it sound like we're ending the oh no, no 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 we're just no the next episode cast. quick thoughts on the oscars lucy any quick quick thoughts or uh um um, um, um. power of the dog power of the dog yep. i'm a big i'm Rooting a big power it. of the dog Rooting truther uh drive my car yep love drive my car um it's there, kind of a interesting year it's an interesting <laughs> there is some talk even though everyone's like the power of the dog has best picture in the bag there's been some recent developments at sag and other award shows where coda is <gasps> okay. looking like it has an actual chance at winning best picture which is not something i ever expected but i'm like that you know could happen so i i have heard theories that that is also like planted to win that people are no no that like not planted to win just like those rumors are being started oh, like from within by, by, to yeah, like yeah. kick it up because because mm-hmm. Co- it didn't coda? have the love did not and have like the love. for me like i love coda mm-hmm. more than most people i think yeah. it's so sweet but yeah no, I think it's, I think it's Power of the Dog, and then what? Belfast. I'm gonna or... go out and say Dune has a pretty strong Whoa! 
Dune is stacked with nominations except for Best Director. If he had the only thing keeping it back is that Denis Villeneuve doesn't have a Best Director nominee, which is so weird, first of all. And I'm just like, Dune is the only thing that I think can. Belfast has no chance. Belfast has no chance. I would love Belfast to have no chance yeah. having not seen Belfast. <laughs> you don't need to see and- it. You don't need to see it. Anyways. That's what people keep saying, and it's like, no, I have to. You say you it. probably should if you're gonna watch the Oscars, but uh, anyways, sorry. Did, there's just so much to talk about. Did you like there Nightmare really Alley? Is. Did you like Nightmare Alley? I liked it enough. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. It's not. I like that Del Toro always does different shit. I think he's a very interesting <laughs> guy. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> is it a little bit? A little bit like. What is this? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. It's chill. Yeah. It's very long. It's but very it's long. chill. Yeah. Yep. I will say it was one of the ones that I was like, best picture. And I was, was very surprised. Uh, honestly, yeah. though, I'm just glad it's that and not being the Ricardos. Oh, um, thank God. I know. I, know. I was oh like, I'm, you're not a gun to my head. I won't watch that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I had to like watch it at work because sometimes oh, I'm man. able to like watch things like half-ass and i was like that's what it gets that's what it is yeah that's that movie um it was was so rough yeah anyways um let's next we we uh actually let's skip the reading the review one jeff because i don't Mm -hmm. think we have any new reviews because we just recorded an episode disappointing yeah someone uh please review our podcast Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm going right now um only if it's five stars yeah yeah Um, yeah one Otherwise, star. keep your opinion to yourself. And uh, lastly, uh, I guess we could do this. We could we could just cut it now, and I'll add it in in post. I was going to do the okay. patron thing. Um, but anyways, Lucy, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's I, third always a time. pleasure. That's one of the, the most appearances yeah. that we've ever had. Fan and favorite. I'm incredibly honored. Yeah. And I wasn't even there the first time. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. We were in a room in DePaul, DePaul's <laughs> campus, just yeah. going off about marriage story. <laughs> that was a good time. It was a great, it's an iconic episode. Um, do you yeah. not, now, do you not ask anymore the like recommendation thing of the week? Did you cut that? You don't do that Did anymore? we used to do that? Oh yeah, we did oh, cut that Oh, random recommendation, yeah. Yeah. Because I have, do you have one. one. Do it, oh, yeah. do it. Oh yeah, go for go it. Go for it. I will say... I recommend the Showtime show Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Dude, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I'm, I'm a big fan. Mm. I don't know if anybody, unfortunately, sees what I tweet. Yeah. But <laughs> past, past few months, I kind of went through a thing with that show. And it's I think it's a very good show. Okay. I would recommend help. binging season one of Yellow Jackets now nice. streaming on Showtime. Yeah. Amazing. Do you have anything else to plug? You know, I think I'm just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. I'm just chilling. I just yeah finished uh, finished moving, and so I do have some like things that might be going on, but nothing I can like be like this is something. Yeah, yeah. So so just follow your you on Twitter, yeah. and then you'll see when those things happen. Yeah, totally. there you go. Um, any quick euphoria thoughts before we? <laughs> Have you watched Euphoria? <laughs> yes, I did. Watch. Sorry, I did watch. we don't need. That's opening a whole can of worms. I don't know why I was it's like, a- end of the podcast. Let's get into well, it. <laughs> Euphoria is a very interesting show, and I think that's all I have to say. All right, cool. About Euphoria. Uh, thanks for being on, Jeff. Anything to send us out with? Catch on the website.
catch you on the flip side.